Welcome to Some Would Say. Casual chats for curious people. Your weekly podcast hosted by us, Amelia Rose and Lara May, unpacking all things life from the arts to well-being, from work to play and hearing what others have to say. Hello and welcome back to episode number two. Hello, hello. It's good to be back. Yes, today is particularly exciting because we're about to introduce to you our first guest to the show and we're so happy to be joined by Gold Coast artist Dana, spelt D-V-N-A. She has over 3.2 million Spotify streams with over 30,000 monthly listeners Some of you may have heard her play at Laneway Fest or when she supported the likes of Leisure and Alice Ivy. To top it off, she's also received a nomination for Song of the Year at the Gold Coast Music Awards for her track Girl on the Move. Dana's music is this glorious blend of soul, electronica, slash lo-fi, R&B vibes. Her voice will make you absolutely melt and when you hear it, you'll know exactly what we mean. In this episode, we chat about the process of a creative turning a passion for music into a career and also how she both writes and produces her music, which is just wildly talented in my opinion. Without further ado, it is our pleasure to introduce you to our very first guest, Dana. Go and see so. Welcome, Dana. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for being here. We wanted to, we've already done a little bit of an intro, as everyone would have heard, but we wanted to get started with an icebreaker because I don't know about you, but we're shitting bricks. (laughs) (laughs) 2.0, super nervous. This is our first interview, our first um, guest. So we're so excited to have you. Um, And to begin, yeah, we wanted to start with an icebreaker. So, Amelia, you're up. Yes. So, hypothetically, if we were to take you on a night out, what is your DJ song request and why? And what would we order you to drink? Ah, okay. So, the drink one I know for sure straight away. (laughs) I sound like an alcoholic already. simple, yeah. Um, Yeah. I always go for a fireball apple juice. A Ooh, fireball yeah. apple juice. Yeah, it sounds weird, but it's kind of like an apple pie. It's so, Yum. so good. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. different. Is it yeah, spicy? I, I definitely, it is spicy. It's like a warm apple pie, I guess probably more so for the, the winter season. Um, but, yeah, very, very nice. Goes down a treat. Um, and, oh, my, my go-to club song. Oh God, that really does put me on the spot. If you went up to the DJ, you were um, like, mate, play this because it gets me in the mood. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I don't know, maybe it's probably something from like Ariana Grande or something. Oh. I don't know. I've been, I've been listening to Ariana a lot lately, so she's just on my mind like – Straight away. Oh, you, and Amelia, you and Amelia will get along well. <laughs> we just recorded another right. podcast before this and I was saying that Motivate by Ariana Grande with Doja Cat yeah. is like my go-to hype-up song at the moment. 
classic such a classic doja is just like on fire as well so i know that too those two are just amazing together yeah i feel like i've been living under a bus everyone's talking about doja cat and i don't think i've heard one single song (laughs) oh my god i need to jump on the the wagon there yep get on it they're so good so So dana um our first question for you Tell us about your – oh, and by the way, it is Dana, right? Because I feel like it's – the way it's spelt and the way it's pronounced is two very different things. It is. You hit the nail on the head. Okay. A lot of people always go to Dana first, so you got it right. Oh, oh perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us about your upbringing and um, just a bit about you, maybe some fun facts about yourself, not necessarily to do with your music, but, yeah, what was it tell – tell us about growing up in the life of Dana. Um, yeah, so growing up, um, I was born to two musical parents. Mum was a drummer slash uh, singer and dad guitarist and you know lead singer. Um, so yeah, they, they would take me on the road to their gigs and on tour wherever they would go. And yeah, born on the Gold Coast. And then um, later on in life, I actually moved up north and everywhere in between. So many different places. Um, I really got to experience like meeting a lot of new people um, very young. So I feel like that's really helped build my character. Um, I was, I guess a few facts was I was a gamer girl at one stage. I used to play a lot of games. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually really, I was thinking about it the other day. I would really love to get like a PS2 just for, you know, just to have in the house, like for nostalgic reasons and just to kind of get my mind off music sometimes. Yeah. Were you ever Um, a Sims 2 gal? Oh, catch me always playing Sims. Uh, Sims always, but more so Rollercoaster Tycoon. Were you ever, oh my you God. ever hear about that? Yes, I freaking <laughs> love that game. <laughs> yeah. That was my jam. Like, loved games, anything games. Um, oh, and yeah, I guess I, I'm very um, emotionally and energetically aware and quite a spiritual person. And yeah. I think. Awesome. You said your parents, your your parents are musicians. Did they have like a, a band or what was it like? Yeah, they did. It was called the Good Time Boogie Band. And <laughs> they actually, they got quite big there for a while. They did the whole Triple J thing. and like, Oh, cool. Um, yeah, it was just kind of like rock, rock and roll, I guess. So I was always exposed to that type of music and like, um, you know, late nights and band members and all that type of thing. So, yeah, I appreciate my upbringing a lot. Music's in the blood then. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Speaking I of... Saw, I saw your dad, sorry. No, you <laughs> I go. I saw your dad, Lara, is uh, musical as well. Yes, yes, we actually, as you as you probably already know, we, we did a cover of your song last... I say that like you know who I am. I'm really famous. I do. <laughs> no, I really loved it. it. Yeah. I loved it. Well, yeah, my dad and I, um, we did a little cover of Dana's song, Half Past Sober, at like Christmas time last year. And I think that's how I ended up discuss- – well, I already knew about you, but then I think I tagged you in my video or something and then you replied and I died a little on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> you did such a good job. Oh, thank and you. And so did your dad. Thank you. I'll pass it on. Dad will be proud. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Well, speaking of your upbringing, what was your MySpace song? And give us a little bit of a rundown of your MySpace, la- your MySpace layout. <laughs> layout. Um, 
I think when I was that age, someone taught me how to code. Do you guys ever remember coding your MySpace? Yes, yes. you'd do like the little thing and then be like BR <laughs> and then like yeah. another bracket <laughs> triangle. Yeah. So I pimped, can I swear on this? Yeah. I pimped uh, my profile like hard. I was. I think my aesthetic was like the party, like scene girl. I think um, like Misha Barton and all those type of people like Paris Hilton were huge back then and Gossip Girl yes. was huge. So it was like the party type girl and my song was um, Memories by Kid Cudi. Oh, oh classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a All the crazy shit I did tonight. <laughs> Yes, yes. I had like the photo with the eyeliner on the hand, you know, oh. the little love heart. And like maybe like <laughs> yes. raw or like spelt yeah, raw. Like, raw or whatever it is. Yeah, it was I a big think. moment. Oh, that's the yeah. best. The memories. How good is it to like think back of your MySpace? I swear, like one second I had the frangipani beach gal vibe, and then oh, next I had yes. like the flashing retro, like lightning bolts <laughs> and, and stereos, and I'm like, can't decide which which mood I'm in today. <laughs> I feel like we can't do that anymore. Facebook doesn't allow us to pimp out our profile. No, I actually, know. There's no individuality coming through. It sucks. No, Bring no, back MySpace, us. I agree. Yeah, and the the bulletins and you used to, you know, answer questions about who you were seeing back then. Oh, like, It's funny how we thought people that? were that interested in our lives, but like I genuinely <laughs> would read those things like, like okay, name is like, who do you like at the moment? And then you'd hope that your crush would read it. And, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Classic. Bring oh, back those days. So I know, right? So, so good. Um, so you said, well, cause your parents are musicians, so that's kind of how you got into music, but, um, was there a particular age where you started taking it a bit more seriously? Yeah. Um, during high school, I kind of always was like writing songs and always was gravitating towards music. Um, but it wasn't until I was about 18 or 19, uh, when I got the opportunity to head overseas and, uh, I jumped in the studio with a few producers over there and um, that's actually where I started to fall in love with the production side of things because um, I couldn't actually articulate what I wanted and what I wanted my sound to be. So from there I thought, oh, you know, I'm just going to take this into my own hands. Um, also the fact that I didn't really like singing in front of anyone at that point either. So when I knew that I could record myself and, and kind of, um, you know, go crazy in the booth by myself, that's what attracted me to doing my own production and stuff as well. So it was about, yeah, 18, 19, where I started to take it a lot more seriously and consider it as my career. Yeah, yeah. cool. Two birds, one stone, hey? And, and yeah, so absolutely. good that, you know, I feel like there's a lot of waiting in music if you're waiting on relying on other people, but if you can do it yourself, then you can kind of like tick tick everything off a bit quicker hey absolutely but that's also like again you you're relying on yourself so that you know includes discipline and um you know, sometimes I lack in that area but it you know, all in all in timing yeah even I was going to say the creativity it's nice to sometimes be able to bounce off other people um yes. to have to like fully rely on yourself would be hard at times I can imagine 
Absolutely. I don't think people realise like how much is involved though in like the process of writing a song if you're working with multiple artists, like sending, you know, sending things back and forth that all they hear is the finished product, but there's, there's often so much more that comes before then. But if you're doing it yourself, at least, yeah, you, you just kind of working on your own time frame, but then it comes with that self-discipline. So it's difficult. Yeah, absolutely. And you can get like easily stuck in your own head. Yeah. And, you know, I'm quite aware of, um my own personality and my like emotions and stuff so I know that there's areas in my life where yeah I need to really reel it in and and become a bit more disciplined but yeah at the same time creativity doesn't always come as you guys will probably know Mm, Um, so you just have to be kind kind to yourself and honor it when you do get those those creative spurts yeah so true that's so true and um, if you weren't doing music, what what do you think you'd be doing? I'd definitely be in film and television, so um, editing and directing or even in front of the camera. I've always um, had an interest to that sort of thing. Yeah, cool, nice. Yeah. Have you done any little jobs in that department or is it more <laughs> just like a, a hobby? Um, yeah, it's kind of more so a hobby, but with my music videos, um, I do edit them myself and um, one of them I did direct and edit myself. So I feel like um, I can, like doing music, I can be across all of these type of things. Um, you know, I can dip my toes in the artwork and then dip my toes in the film and TV side of things. And yeah, it all kind of comes together as one big project. Which, um, that music video for all my friends, is that the one you did? It is, yes. Oh, cool. Yeah, we were, we were watching that and it's, it's a really cool, like, lo-fi, fisheye, fisheye vibe. Did, <laughs> yeah. Did, were you going for that kind of really, like, casual approach when you were brainstorming it? Um, at first, we actually had plans to do a bigger production and get a director on board and kind of it was around the time of COVID and things just weren't certain and we it was yeah it was just too uncertain and and one of the the directors um he actually got called to another job so I thought oh you know what that's okay I'm going to take the reins on this one um and just do like a COVID video At, at the time I think it was kind of a trend in the music industry everyone was doing their own videos yeah so, I loved it I yeah. I mean even if it wasn't COVID I feel like I would have watched that and gone this is so sick yeah it was so it was good very yeah. cool it looked like a lot of fun so, too I feel like um you guys would have just you know had so many laughs making that absolutely going into it I kind of didn't have any direction on what I wanted it to be I just got my friend um to come along with me and we just had a day and then from then on editing the actual video that's when the storyline came in um I didn't actually go with a purpose yeah so it it worked out quite well yeah nice sometimes I feel like that's when the best things happen hey when you just go and do and then that it all comes together in the end totally totally and I think that's why I wouldn't make a good director in you know film or television because I am so spontaneous and off the cuff so yeah maybe I'll just stick to music (laughs) (laughs) it's important we're all different and we've all got our strengths otherwise the world would be a boring place 
So do you have, when you're writing, do you have a particular process that you take? Or, I mean, I, I personally think that question can be really hard like, as a songwriter myself. But, but usually if you think about it, like you do tend to lean towards like one way or the other. Like I personally write um, melodies before lyrics and I, and I find lyrics really difficult. Like what happens for you in your songwriting process? Yeah, um, for me personally, I it either starts on the guitar or it starts with the beat. I have learnt to always take a guitar with me to every session that I go now because I feel like when you start on a, like a raw instrument, um, <clears throat> the song just ends up really the core of the song is always good. So everything around it, all the production is always just frills and bells and whistles. Like they say a good pop song, if you can strip it back to just a guitar and it's still a good song, like that's a, that's a good song. That's so true. Um, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just now really trying to start on the guitar and start it as organically as I can. Um, and the the melody will come first, and from then on, yeah, the lyrics will will form outside of uh, so it will form after the melody, and the the vowels kind of um, take shape. Cool, yeah, right. That makes a lot of sense, and super interesting because you know down the track, you're bound to need to do like an acoustic version of something, and sometimes if it's if it's all too heavily produced before you've even <laughs> began, like it's so hard to strip it back. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and I feel like. Like personally, what I've found going into sessions with a guitar, um, <clears throat> and like people, they can sit around, they can get deep, they can get emotional and you can really connect on a, um, a personal level. And I feel like when people get personal, that's when their best lyrics come out. That's when their, their true selves come out. There's no, this hard beat. That's fine going with a hard beat to start, but I think a conversation around a guitar and just organic um, conversation is really important for the core of the song. Yeah. Absolutely. That's really good insight. I'm um, not as involved in music as you guys are. I did my HC in music <laughs> and I've always loved, <laughs> I know, sang a few songs. HSC, I think. Oh, your high school certificate. Yeah. New South Wales things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, (laughs) so yeah, this is like such good insight and we want to say like a massive congrats on putting out your entire album, All My Friends. That's so cool. Can you tell us any of the stories behind the songs or the album in general and what it encompasses? Yeah. So this album was pretty much just kind of like an introduction to my project and me as a person. Um, I really wanted to create a world a theme um I wanted to kind of expose the many different sides of me so you've got the dance ones you've got the the more emotional ones and then the more like sultry ones like when I'm your girl um just because I want to showcase every every side of me as a person um and yeah I felt like the whole theme of it kind of just brought it all together like being in a in a jazz club and really trying to take people into that space because I was really into jazz at that time um but yeah I guess some of the the interesting facts behind the songs is like they're not entirely about me um I like to write about my friends a lot that's why it's called all my friends um and yeah I just wanted to 
just to meet people through my music um, and show them all those different sides of me. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, good phone call. Sorry for the um, phone call coming <laughs> okay. through there. Oh, the cancel that one. Lara <laughs> forgot the old mute your phone. <laughs> Do not disturb. Okay, coming right up. <laughs> no, no, thank. That's a really. Like, I love hearing um, the way albums come about, and that's awesome to hear. I love the band Leisure, and I noticed that you supported them. Tell us a bit about that. Where was where was where did that all go down? That happened, I think maybe yeah, not last year, the year before, and it was probably the first. Yeah, it was the first tour support tour that I had ever gone on. So it was so exciting for me, and to, to go with a band like Leisure, um, some someone that you know completely like we are along the same sort of lines and like I love their music and appreciate their music so much um so when I first got that call it was just very exciting and and overwhelming I think I went on um I got on the phone to my mum straight up and she's like screaming and just like (laughs) how good I know so um yeah going on tour with them was just such a new and exciting experience for me and those guys are just so nice and welcoming and I think we shared a beer or two in the green room afterwards which was fun oh nice they're from <laughs> so, New Zealand too yeah. hey they are yeah yeah oh, yeah I love their very, music very, very cool came up on um discover weekly like one of their tunes last year and then I just kept like hearing their stuff and I'm like this just keeps getting better and better <laughs> they're Absolutely. all good every yeah. single one of your songs yeah. is good <laughs> Totally. And I know one of them produces for some really big artists as well. I think like Benny and um, oh, wow. Lord. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's huge. That's yeah. so cool. That may not be correct, but that's what I've heard. So, yeah. oh, congrats. <laughs> that would have been so such awesome. a rush. Speaking of highs and I guess lows, like what do you, what would you say your highest point in your career is and also your lowest point? Um, highest? Oh. It's, I don't know, highest, there's so many highs, like um, just being able to like do this every single day as a job is a high in itself. I guess like playing some of the bigger, you know, laneway was a a very, a very cool moment. Um, And yeah, like even going on tour for the first time, like that was incredible. Oh, and then even just hearing your song for the first time on Triple J or on the radio is like, that's huge you know yeah oh my god I just got goosebumps for you (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think I was on the way the first time I heard it on the radio um without it being a premiere and just randomly was on the way to uni and I it just I just had to sit there before going into uni and it was just like a very surreal moment oh Um, my god that's beautiful yeah yeah so that was fun and then I guess low points like I always try and take them as lessons um you know sometimes you get in creative ruts or um yeah it's more so just when the 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 songs aren't coming to you as quick as you want them to so you can get a little bit down about that but um in that I've learnt a lesson to trust that you know creativity activity as I said doesn't always come so you just have to let it come and um, not get too down about it when it doesn't so yeah absolutely yeah what do you think you have any um 
Yeah, for sure. Do you think you've got any um, your processes for when you do get creative blockages? Like maybe you can share, um, you know, I'm sure that's something a lot of people suffer from. What do you do to, you know, when you're getting down about that? What do you do to pick yourself up? Well, for me, if I'm, if it's not coming to me for my own project, this is where I will go and I will help other people with their project and so that will start to spark my own creativity again um so the last couple of months actually I've been doing that and helping um other people on their project and in turn like I feel like my songwriting and all of that type of thing has just gotten better which I've also um grown personally as a person in that amount of time so now I've actually got more to write about um But other than that, like other than working on music, I will try and get physically fit Um, because I know that when I'm at my physical like peak and I'm working out every day and eating right, it's kind of like a clear like passageway, you know, it kind of just, yeah, there's no fogginess and and, um, yeah, I feel like I get ideas better and I'm feeling better and the music comes out better. So yeah, like I'll try and just get into the gym and eat healthy. Yep, that's that. I reckon that's probably my thing too. And alcohol, I think for me, is probably one of my biggest like fogginess <laughs> con- contributors. Right, I'm not the best yeah. with alcohol yeah. at all. Like I do not <laughs> can confirm. Can confirm. Don't go well with hangovers. I love what you said about um how helping others can can help you. It seems kind of pr- counterproductive or like ironic that that would be the case, but it's. It's very cool that um, in turn it, it actually gives you something back, which yeah. is not what you'd totally, expect. Totally, totally, because like you're not you're not totally focusing on yourself. So when it's for another project, it kind of opens up all these other possibilities. You don't just have to write in in your specific genre. You're writing pop. You can write um, EDM. You can write really anything, and that learning like how to write in pop you can then bring that back to your genre um and yeah every it's like doing reps I heard once someone said that um you just got to do the reps like a thousand reps if you're in the gym the only thing that's separating you from like a a heavyweight boxer and then a and then you is just a thousand reps you just have to do the reps Now this is, um, I wanted to ask you before, this is like a little bit of a, I don't know if this is going to be rude, but I wanted to ask if you are doing music full time and then for anyone um, who kind of wants to get into the industry but isn't really sure how to turn their passion for music into a career, if you had any advice on that. Yeah, so it's about three quarters full time. So I still have a part time job, which I do a couple of days a week. And the rest of the time I'm in the studio or doing gigs, which um, thankfully like helps me pay um, for the studio and pay my rent. But I feel like I believe in timing and um, you know, my part time job right now, I believe I'm still meant to be there and meet lots more people um and yeah like I think anyone that's looking to transition into music um just has to make the decision because I talk to a lot of people and they're just like oh yeah you know in the future in the future but that will you continue continue to say that like 
in two weeks time you say oh in the future in two years time you say in the future so you just have to make the decision decision now um and everyone's got the same amount of hours in the day so you know in the hours that you've got downtime just focus on your on your career and yeah if you know deep down inside that that's the gifts you've been given to share with the world then do it like you have to do it you have to honor your gift yeah there's also something to be said for not putting pressure on your craft and I think I I read a book called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert I don't know have you read it I haven't oh it's it's so good she she kind of touches on how even if you're in a position to um go full-time with your with your arts or whatever she kind of encourages you not to yet until like you absolutely kind of have to because the more pressure you have um to put on that for financial assistance then Mm -hmm. the more likely you are to kind of not see it as like a hobby anymore Mm. and it becomes work and the second that happens you can you can lose a lot oh absolutely I have this conversation all the time with fellow creatives when it starts to become a job that's where the pressure comes and then you just go in this cycle of like pressure and anxiety because yeah it's now your sole income so I feel like having like a day job or something that's not in your creative industry is really important and you're also mixing with people that aren't in that same industry as well um, which is good for your social skills not being all in so have you got anything coming up that, um, you know, people should be aware of? Any goals in the pipeline? What's happening in your life? Yeah, right now I am currently writing my next lot of music. So, yeah, I've I've started to bank a few demos, which has got me really excited after taking a bit of a break on my own stuff and just doing a lot of work for other people. So, um, yeah, I guess like my goals is to get all this music finished. I already know like what message I want to say and what um, direction artistically I want to take the project in. Um, So now the music just has to match that message and match everything um, like uh, artistically as well. That's exciting. And I saw you doing, um, look, now COVID's happening. I actually don't even know if it's still on, but yeah. I saw you doing something in Briz soon, a festival um, maybe? Or maybe you just did. That, was it the Tivoli the other night? It was, yeah, the Tivoli for, for QUT, which was insane. Such an iconic venue. Oh, so cool. Love that yeah. You. Maybe you saw the Gold Coast Gold one. Gold. Did you see Springtime? Yes, that's what I saw, Yeah. Yeah, so cool. And I really hope it still goes ahead because some of those artists on that lineup is just insane. So I am got everything crossed for that to happen. What? When is that meant to go ahead? On the 5th, the 3rd to the 5th of September. Oh, okay. So still a little while away. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully things kind of settle down. Oh, fingers crossed, then. hey. And yeah, yeah, but it's free and it's going to be amazing. Yeah, cool. Well, we might have to um, check it out. Do you have to buy, t- like, you have to get tickets or it's just rock up and? I think it's just rock up type thing. Cool. I feel like yeah. any chance to support live music in this day and age is a good opportunity. So, Absolutely. yeah, get on that. We're starving for it. <laughs> Um, well, we wanted to end our chat with some fun. We've done a bit of digging <laughs> and know you love the internet and Kate Renata, yes. and we do Which too. we absolutely <laughs> do. 
Um, so we are going to play a few songs um, we think you'll love, but only reveal about three seconds of them. And you have to guess who, what song it is. Okay. So are you, are you ready? ready? I'm maybe really bad at this. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's we fine. were like, should we play one of her songs and see if she can get it? <laughs> I probably wouldn't. All right, we're going to play. We're going to play. Don't say what we're going to play. Three songs. <laughs> okay, three okay. seconds each. Oh, I could hardly hear that. I think it's like glitching. Oh, oh no. I'll play it again. I'll play it again. Maybe we need longer than three seconds. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Ready, set, go. Oh, shit. It's playing. <laughs> Lara. Lara the okay. DJ is not living <laughs> really up to her DJ. name. Okay, we're going to start that one again. Here we go. Okay. Uh, oh, God. Um, I'm terrible with names, honestly. Um, <laughs> We've picked the, the game internet. for you. <laughs> yeah, you do. You did. You see, with me, like, I have favourites, but they're for like maybe a good three months at a time and then I'm on to the next favourite. So yeah. like the songs, yeah. I know it's the internet. Oh, you did. Okay. Good one. Good job. Good one. Yeah. Love that. But this, the name, I don't know. No, nah, you, you've got half of it. So um, okay. 50% <laughs> correct. Okay. It was Special Affair special by affair the internet. By the internet. Um, yeah, nice. Love nice. that. Did you see them at Laneway the other year? I did. Yes. So oh, crazy. Good. I hope they still come out with some more music. Yeah, right. God. Yeah. So, all right. Do you want me to go? I'll do my next song. Yeah, go on. This is a little bit of a different one because, yeah, you'll 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 hear. All right, ready? Yeah. Wait, just need to make sure my sounds up. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) position! Yeah, girl. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, the first note, I knew that one. A little bit of Ariana Grande in there for all all the lovers. Okay, two more songs, two more songs to go. (laughs) Okay, ready, set, go. Ah, I can't stop it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, um, Anderson Pack. Yes. Tense. Oh, you got it. Yeah, girl. Hey, yeah. Bonus, bonus points if you know who featured on it. Uh, oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> I, like, didn't think Meanwhile, Googling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not Q-tip, is it? No, it's not. No. It's, it's, it's Ken- Kendrick Lamar. Oh, it is. Oh, my gosh. How did I get that so wrong? <laughs> no, but you got the name yeah. and the artist, so you already killed it. Okay, one. we've got one more to go before we okay. let you get back to your life. So <laughs> You're so good. I would be terrible at yeah. this. <laughs> it's, very stress- it's fun for us, but it's so stressful <laughs> yeah. for you. We're like subject our guests to Very like so much pain. <laughs> okay, the last one. Okay. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> what if I uh, skip is... ahead a little bit? <laughs> Who's that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is Devna, DVNA. Oh, that's <laughs> DVNA. We've loved having you on Some Would Say. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat. Yeah, thank you so much. So, uh, We're so happy to have you as our anytime. first guest. 
And I'm so honored to be your first guest. Thanks, guys. Oh no, pleasure is ours. And if if everyone wants to find you, where can they go? Where should they search? Uh, you can find me on all the music streaming platforms, so Spotify, iTunes. Oh wait, iTunes isn't even a thing. <laughs> um, Apple Music, YouTube, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Is it at at Dana doing things? It is at Dana doing things with two S's at the end. Nice. Go check her follow. Doing things with one S. <laughs> Keep up to date with her music. We're excited to see uh, where you go. Thanks for ha- coming on the show. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to today's chat. If you loved what we had to say, hit subscribe, leave us a review, and find us on Instagram at Some Would Say Podcast. Talk then.